412 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Saturday and Sunday, October 7 and 8, which is this weekend, it's Pumpkin Festival at Riverview Christmas Tree Farm, 10 to 6 Saturday and noon to 5 Sunday. Pumpkin picking and painting, free inflatables, games, hay rides, farm animals, craft vendors, food, coffee, beer, and wine garden, TV so you can watch football. Nashville recording artist Tyler David performs at 4.30. Riverview is located south on Highway 11, then turn east on 276th Street and follow the signs, River River viewtreefarm.com that is an extravaganza of the highest order you're going to want to be out there for that we have on the line right now a frequent guest of the program mr jonathan ellis the finest investigative reporter working in south dakota today from argus leader media and uh this is one of the examples uh jonathan thanks for uh, giving us a ring yeah glad to be on so you just broke a story this afternoon uh that you can go read at argusleader.com uh, that says that maybe the way this was explained to us in the settlement over the Premier Center siding maybe isn't exactly the way it worked. Can you tell me why giving up the contingency money, so to speak, is different from actually giving us money? Yeah, correct. I mean, in the city, of course, uh, going back when they announced the settlement, said they got a million dollars, million dollars, million dollars. So we've heard that, we've heard that. And of course, uh, that settlement was confidential until the Argus Leader Media succeeded in a lawsuit to get it re- released. And so, once it was released, we kind of see the details of where the various where the money was coming from. It wasn't just like a million dollar lump sum payment. There were various payments made, and within a part of that settlement, more than half of the million dollars, roughly about five hundred fifteen thousand, um, uh, came from something called um, the construction manager's contingency fund. And so that's so the way that they made it sound like uh, within as they've explained this is that it came from Mortensen, it came yeah. from this contingency fund. In actuality, uh, as we uh, reviewed the contract that the city signed with Mortensen way back when, when all of this started, um, the terms of that contract required that any money money left over from the contingency fund, which was the city's money, mm-hmm. the city the city put the money in would be returned to the city. Mm-hmm. So what the settlement agreement called for was the city just to get back its own money. It was already the, it was already the city's money. And it's a it it seems kind of uh like oh, well they would have got that money. They wouldn't have got that money because it's not there. It's not like they get the money up to that point. <laughs> they have to it has to be a reason. There has to be an expense for us to give them that money. Correct? For the contingency money, yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and we talk to people um, in, within construction, and, and actually, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert on construction contracts, and mm-hmm. people who looked at this settlement came to us and said, "Look, this is goofy. Um, this is not money that the, that you know that uh, was due to Mortensen, or, or this was money right. that was supposed to go back to the city." And what those funds are used for is explained to us is that. Um, you know, you, ha- you set aside a, a, an amount of money at the beginning of a contract uh, at a big construction project like this, uh, which which helps streamline the process so that if there, you know, we all know that there's maybe biddings, mm-hmm. bids that don't come in the way we thought they would, and so maybe you have to use more money than you. So it just allows the, the contractor to kind of keep the project moving without having to go back to the, the owner all the time and say, well, hey, you know, we had... We need more money for this because of the hiccup here. I mean, it just kind of, you know, and so what, and what the terms of the contract called for with Mortensen was, uh, you know, that, that Mortensen would provide sort of, you know, it stipulates what, what, the, what that contingency fund can be used for, and then it provided that Mortensen 
had to provide you know, kind of a monthly update, written update to the city describing what the contingency fund had been used for. Mm-hmm. So very common within within construction, big big construction projects like this to have those contingency funds. They just kind of keep things going. Mm-hmm. And and then for but for the city to try to come back and say that that was new money. I mean, they they they've they've said they got a million dollars. Well, that five hundred thousand dollars was already the city's. It yeah. already belonged to the city. Now, so, if they would have come in and said, "Look, these panels are screwed up. It's going to cost us. It's they're screwed up. We got to fix them. It's going to cost us three million dollars or whatever. But we're going to take some of this contingency money to pay for it. That would be more legitimate, right?" Yeah, Mortensen. According to what the city attorney's office has said, is that Mortensen, if, if we did, if the city had demanded that they that they be repaired, then Mortensen could have used that five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars as as part of the, the money to repair that. Now, I don't necessarily agree that that's accurate. Um, the, the, there are provisions within the contract that that called for. I mean, there are certain reasons that that money could be used in contingencies. And there's some contractual language in there that 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 leads me to believe, at least, that uh, that the money couldn't have been uh, used for for uh, those repairs. Well, because um, if somebody made a mistake, why right. would we pay for the mistake? Because that's our money. Correct. Why would we pay twice? Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily agree that the contra- the contractual language that uh, Mortensen has, uh, or that I'm sorry, that the city attorney's office claims is in the contract. I don't. I don't agree that that's accurate. Why? And I, you probably can't answer this question for me, right? Publicly, which is, why would they say that? If I mean, that's pretty clear that that contingency money was going to be our money. Why would you say, well, you know? We're just going to throw that in the total and call it a million. Is there some sort of logical reason why you would do that? Just a different I, interpretation. What is it? I, I mean, I can only speculate. I mean, I, it's. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people would look at this situation and say it was dishonest. And the question, well, why? Why was that? Why was it dishonest? And why? Why would they've been dishonest? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I think that there was this is a, there was some political expediency here. I mean, they could announce that they got a million dollars. It was in a confidential settlement, so nobody was going to know, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, so for them, it looked like a big political win. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, now that we now that we actually see the settlement and know the details in there, we know that it, that it wasn't at all the way they described it to us. Who uh, would? So I, I can only speculate that they that they you know made the announcement the way they did, um, described it the way they did, as inaccurate as it was uh, for political reasons. But and I still don't. You know, for whose politics? I don't, it's hard for me to believe that, well, it's not hard for me to believe, but it would seem that somebody in the administration would say to the leadership, this isn't quite right. I mean, you can say that we got this, you can say that we got that, but you can't say we got a million dollars. Somebody had to like raise their hand. (laughs) I, you know, obviously I'm not invited to those meetings, so I don't, I don't know if anybody... Uh, was pointing out the contradictions there, but I, you know I, I will say this, and this is again speculation on my part that there were um, you know when this this panel issue for, sort of came up, and I was an observer uh, at the time. You know I, I I wasn't covering the issue for the Argus Leader, but as an observer, it seemed to me that the city was sort of upset or or or, or defensive. 
Well, it was just like upset that it that it came up. Like they, you yeah. know, and it, it almost felt like they kind of had get, got dragged into. You know, there started started to be some media reports. You know, more and more people were like, "Hey, wait, those don't look right." You know, so mm-hmm. people were talking about it, and I, and I think the city sort of reluctantly said, "Okay, well, we'll go ahead and try to negotiate something." And and it took well over a year and a half before they had, you know announced the settlement. So I, to me, it just seemed like they were reluctant to even admit there was a problem. Um, and they were sort of forced into it, and then finally they announced this settlement where they, where they, where they get a million dollars, you know, and we're all led to believe that it's a million dollars of new money, and it turns out that it's nowhere near that. There, there are no real ramifications from this, though, are there? I mean, really, what? So, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think again, it, you know, the the announcement was was made and speculating for political reasons and the, and the consequences of of announcing something that is not accurate to, or as a politician um, you know those are those are tend to be political consequences so I don't know what ramifications there would be beyond the fact that um, the public doesn't trust you uh, anymore um, but you know there are I have heard some people I mean uh, who say that you know if this is true I mean that maybe some heads need to roll we're talking with Jonathan Ellis with Argus Leader Media, who just broke a story today examining the contract language and the settlement over the Premier Center siding flap controversy. And uh, that's available now at ArgusLeader.com if you want to go read the whole thing, which you probably should. Uh, now, the next shoe to fall here is this is this story comes out a day before the members of the Huther administration, as yet unnamed members of the Huther administration, from what I know, are supposed to come before the city council and answer questions at tomorrow's informational at four o'clock. This sets the stage for a rather uh, pointed conversation, shall we say? I think it does. Uh, I, again, I mean, some of the same people in the construction industry who were talking to us have also, I think, been talking to some city councilors, and I, and I know some of them were probably sharpening their knives getting ready for this meeting. Um, but I think that this sort of, at least this story sort of lays it out, um, what actually happened here. And um, I suspect that this is going to be um, a rather entertaining meeting uh, for those of, for those of us who enjoy watching. Um, Palace you know, intrigue? <laughs> yeah, this, this, this has some potential to be, a, to be a pretty good one tomorrow. Well, certainly, um, Teresa Staley has laid out uh, what she wants to know um, pretty, pretty directly. I think uh, you wrote about that as well. Um, and I see, uh, Greg Neitzert, uh, is, is posting about it. And I know Pat Starr, who was on the program, uh, last week on Friday, uh, is answering it, is talking about it. So there's three counselors right there who I think are going to be pretty aggressive in the questioning. Um, who else on the council do you think is going to be, uh, active in this conversation, do you think? Well, I would hope all of them would be. I mean, this is a this is a lot of you know this is a lot of taxpayer money we're talking about. This is the biggest project in city history. We were told we were told something under under the cloak of secrecy because we were told, hey, trust us. This is what you know. We're, we trust us. We got a million dollars. Well, it turns out that that's not the case. And so I think that that's an issue for for the all of the city's elected officials. I mean, that that's a, that's a serious issue of trust. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't, I mean, you know, I know that there are divisions on the council and personalities and such, but at the end of the day, this is a fairly serious issue when you talk about, um, 
you know, public officials essentially, uh, I don't want to use the word lying, but they certainly... I have. Uh, oh, <laughs> you, 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 you have that, uh, yeah. that poetic license, I yeah. guess. Or, but, 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 I mean, I, the, certainly the way that they portrayed the settlement is nowhere near what it actually was. And you can use whatever word you want to describe it. That's just, that's just a fact. Absolutely. And to, again, there's some blame the messenger going on here where, you know, it's just the media. It's just those people over at the Argus Leader. They're just trying to make trouble for the mayor. Uh, that's not the case here. I, I don't think the facts, I think the facts suggest uh, that if you want to call it less than um, honest or less than truthful or misleading, these are some of the words that uh, people have used people in the public eye have certainly said this is not completely truthful or you want to call it a lie like I do. It's, it's a problem. You can't blame this on the media. Um, have you been getting, uh, much pushback from the administration or people friendly to the administration over this coverage? You know, uh, the first story we wrote, uh, about, and it just sort of detailed the money and, and who paid what and, and so forth. And, and also about how the city council was, just, you know, um, limited information to them. We did. We did get a, an email demanding that you know they went point by point on concern. Our you know uh, concerns aren't the, isn't the right word, but the disputes that they had with that first story. And when we read the story, you know their disputes. It was their disputes were groundless. Uh, the story was was accurate, and there was no need to, <laughs> no need to clarify or anything in the story. Um, yeah, so we did get a little pushback there. Um, they have not, uh, they've sort of stopped responding to any kind of press. It's not just the Argus, other press requests, my understanding. Um, so, uh, you know, there has been, there's been some pushback. I know, you know, there's been some pushback, but uh, uh, from what we've looked at in terms of what they had concerns with, all of it was groundless. I mean, the story was, was accurate. Um, or do you think that there's any hope here that this, controversy and some of the others that have preceded it will actually cause anybody to change public uh, records laws in this state? Well, I mean, the big thing was, uh, you know, the Supreme Court ruling um, sort of did some of that work uh, by um, removing sort of some doubts uh, in, a, in an area of law that, you know, that we contested. You know, the problem that we still have is that um, again, South is going to be kind of very unique in this, in that that governments can enter into confidential settlements during court cases. Um, that's kind of unheard of in, uh, in other states in this country. I mean, um, and so that needs to be fixed, uh, regardless of the Supreme Court case didn't didn't uh, address that. So that's something that should be fixed. Uh, so we'll see going forward. I mean, I you know the legislature had an opportunity to do that in the last session and and and. Ref- refused in a pretty big way right and i i believe um justice zinter suggested during the oral arguments to uh, uh that that to do just that to go upstairs and and get it fixed well w- if it wasn't for the opening of this in a court the legislature would never even know that there was something wrong right oh exactly i mean this this court came I mean, again this was a confidential settlement, secret, however you want to say it, because mm-hmm. apparently the mayor is upset if you use the word secret. Secret, but, secret, 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 secret. Right. So it's a confidential settlement, and um, and we now know uh, that, that the way it was described to us, as and it was described to us in this, like, you know, kind of like, hey, trust us, we got the best deal for the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the way that it was described to the public was 
extremely misleading. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Ellis, Argus Leader Media, the finest investigative worker reporter working in the state today. Thank you for taking a few moments of your very busy day. Happy to do it. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Main Street Cafe is just one of many non